Welcome to the Good Divorce Show. Not every divorce needs to end in disaster. It's time to see divorce in another perspective. Here to help with that is your host, Karen McNinney. Well, hello, listeners. Thank you for joining me again here on the Good Divorce Show, where we only highlight how to do it well. Um, A lot of divorces out there... uh, People, I think, rush to the phone to call the lawyer to tell the family and and end up moving quickly rather than thoughtfully. And that's really the distinct difference here at the Good Divorce Program. Uh, Not only do we have this show, we offer coaching, training, development for other professionals. And I've had a number of individuals uh, approach me lately really asking what what is it exactly you do Karen and and what makes it different and special and what, what is a divorce coach um so i thought it was a good time here as we kick off the spring season i am looking out my window today at a wild thunderstorm um washing things out of the rivers and getting ready to start fresh um, with new blossoms and new growth. So it seems like a good time that we take a few moments today and talk a little bit about the good divorce experience. As I said, um, a lot of times people leap to action without much forethought, um, which isn't the decision. Again, I will remind everyone listening in, whether you're a family member, friend, or the person facing divorce, this seldom is a rash, fast decision. But then once the decision is made, you know, rightfully so, most of us, we don't know how to get divorced. And the only thing that we know or see is that which is shown on TV and in the news and on the tabloids and Uh, you know, the Hollywood films, I'm thinking of the War of Roses. Oh, that's an old one. That might be in the 80s. We're literally, I think they end up burning down the house um, before it's all said and done. And here at the Good Divorce uh, experience, we really are committed to less destruction, less despair, less debt. So I have a very unique approach. And I didn't I really didn't even realize that it was unique until I started working with clients. And even as I approached my my training program, which was a very in-depth, rigorous program, and uh, I realized early on, I always have wanted to work with couples. I feel that the best outcome is when the two individuals facing the decision of divorce can sit in a room together or in a Zoom room, as the case may be with a lot of my clients that are far-reaching nationally and internationally, um, we don't have to be in the same space. Those of you who've been listening for a while, you know that I sit in western Montana in a beautiful little mountain um, town, Missoula, and I work with clients all over the country and across the globe as well. It is very effective. And So going back to this idea of working with couples, now there are absolutely couples out there where there may be, um, you know, high stress, strain, pain, betrayal, abuse, uh, in which case the good divorce approach may not be for you. It might be that you absolutely have to, as they say, lawyer up and um, dig into a very divisive, difficult, extensive journey of divorce. But the reality is that isn't everyone. And I think there is a vast 
growing population of individuals who arrive at this awakening, this reckoning, if you will, that our relationship is is complete and we are going to have greater success individually and as co-parents if we raise our children across two homes. And in that fashion, I say to those folks over and over again, do not wait too long. Leave while there is still love. And that is a massive paradigm shift for most of us who, when we feel that that decision, that truth creeping into our life, most of us will ignore it as long as possible because we don't want to get divorced. Um, At least that's not how we start our marriages uh, on the path to divorce. We start our marriages with a, a journey and a belonging and a wish for an everlasting love and unified family. And for a variety of reasons, that is not always the path for each of us. So as you approach that decision, again, don't stay so long. You know, I find that there at times are these sabotaging behaviors when we don't feel like we can exit gracefully. And if you're wanting to hear more just about the exit and the decision, I encourage you to go back and find my episode um, that talks about the work of Dr. Henry Cloud and his book, Necessary Endings, and, you know, really embracing the fact that breaking up is hard to do. It's hard to break up with friends, um, jobs, and, and certainly inside our marriages and our devoted relationships as well. So with that in mind, a few just standard ideas around divorce coaching, which is very much an up and coming field over the last oh, I would say 10 to 12 years really finding its uh, niche. And more lawyers, certainly in my training program, there were a lot of lawyers, mental health professionals um, who were wanting to move away from heated litigation, um, standing between two parents who at one point chose love, chose marriage, chose children, and now are choosing in some way to want to destroy um, the viability, the uh, sustainability, um, and even the happiness of their former spouse. Again, there are other options available to you. And I'm here as your good divorce coach to continue each week coming to you, not only here on the podcast, but also through my website, where are their resources, as well as where um, you can reach out for support. And I always say, you know, the first hour is free with me. Anybody who is curious to hear more from me directly, to get pointed in the right direction, to have that blind date, to see if there's a good fit, um, guaranteed, I'm going to spend an hour on the phone with you answering those questions and making sure that you're finding the right fit. What I will not do, or any divorce coach, unless they are um, playing uh, the role of lawyer as well, we do not give legal advice. In fact, it is against the law. Um, the, uh, The unlawful practice of law is not something that I or my colleagues want to participate in. But what we do provide to you is guidance so that you know what questions to ask your lawyers so that you pause and think about what is our communication plan? 
What's the right order of operations? So often I find that I become a project manager and the project we're managing is moving into two homes often um, or moving one spouse out, starting to build a, a plan for our children and transitions, um, how we're communicating with family. There are all of these other threads that are being pulled beyond just the legal decree that is going to uh, show us the way into the legal agreements that have been made. But the reality is that you and your spouse, um, partner, you can make a lot of those decisions of your own accord and on your own. What happens is when we do you know, the self-guided divorce is that sometimes the old pains and wounds of the past end up getting re-triggered and that's where the damage starts to get done. My mantra as your good divorce coach, always do no more harm. By the time we arrive at this decision-making around divorce, probably there's already been a fair amount of harm that's been done emotionally, maybe fiscally. Um, and we want to move beyond that. So one of the unique ways that I approach this is it's almost like being, you know, your physician. And if you had a, a really challenging diagnosis of diabetes or cancer or um, chronic fatigue, what, whatever it might be, and you go to your physician as an expert, to ask for the recommendation of how can we best move through this and overcome and get a handle. And in the same way, I'm kind of your divorce doctor and I'm going to have some advice and recommendations. And one of the very first ones is that we commit to a journey together that is about being divorced, not just the simplicity of Get, well, and it's certainly not simple, but the getting divorced. And, and that is where our legal population is really supportive and important. But again, remember, our lawyers more often than not have been trained to fight for their client, whatever the case may be, which is why sometimes I, I struggle with divorce being so embedded in our legal system, because there are people who do not want to stand on opposite ends of the divide, warring, um, and looking through a lens of scarcity, we can find the lens of abundance. Uh, the wonderful movement of collaborative divorce brings many people to the table. Um, you know, I have the good fortune of having a lot of those hats and credentials inside of my own training. I am trained as an integrative art therapist uh, rooted in Jungian psychology. So it gives me that mental health base in order to support you as well as your family as you move through this significant time of transition. I'm also trained as a mediator. So as we are working in our sessions together, we are able to you know, really find the balance of the middle path where we recognize divorce is full of difficult decisions and sacrifices. And at the end of the day, each person is going to have to come to the middle in order to find a peaceful path. So my mediation background supports that. I'm also trained as a co-parenting specialist, and we spend a fair amount of time really talking about what is in the best interest of the children. And you hear that mantra time and time again. And sometimes we cannot see past our own pain 
or our fears to really find what is in the best interest of the children. I also like to really work with you to find what's in your best interest, Um, not at the expense of your former partner, but in addition to, can we help both of you find the stable, vibrant life that you deserve and that you desire? I also am trained as a gracious space facilitator. That work comes out of the uh, Center for Ethical Leadership in Seattle and really helps us find, you know, just that phrase, gracious space. So facilitating, I often think of my facilitation work like a good sheepdog. My role is to guide you along the way, um, but you really are doing the work, the walking on your own, but to make sure that everyone is feeling safe and um, and represented. And that's part of the difference of coming together as a couple. And in order to qualify um, to work with me in the full expansive good divorce experience, you know, the first task is can you and your spouse sit together in a shared conversation over an extended period of time? Now, often mediation um, in the legal form, sometimes we find ourselves sitting in two different rooms, everyone with their each lawyer and a mediator going back and forth without a shared conversation. And for those of you that cannot um, really endure or tolerate a shared conversation, then that is a really good option to have available. But again, what I find so often with my clients who are looking for a good divorce experience and outcome that does not divide and destroy the family, but instead it re-knits a new family, a coming together that says, we can see each other in the grocery store and not go hide behind the oatmeal. We can sit side by side at our child's graduation or baseball game. We can reach out to each other when we're having parenting questions and knowing that the other parent probably more than anyone else is going to have an insight or a clarity about the child that we're rearing together. So when we come back from the break, I am going to walk you through what a good divorce experience, what that journey would look like alongside me, Karen McNinney, your good divorce coach. And this may be an opportunity for you and your spouse. Maybe you listen to this episode together in the future, or you send it to them so that they can better understand that there is an alternative waiting for you with less destruction, less despair, and certainly less debt. Because believe it or not, when the couple is ready and the fit is right, I like to offer a flat fee divorce experience. When we get back, I'll tell you about how I can make a bid just like a building project so that you are not stressed, strained, and um, living with the unknown of how much is this going to cost. We can actually be pretty predictable about what it's going to take to get you from point A to point Z in your divorce journey. Stay tuned. I'm Karen McNinney, your good divorce coach. I'll tell you all about it when we get back from the break. Stay tuned. Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. 
Before you call the lawyer, call the Good Divorce Coach. Give your family the gift of working with a certified divorce coach, a co-parenting specialist, and a mediator. Karen McNinney has the knowledge and skills to guide you through the full divorce journey, before, during, and after. It's one thing to get divorced. It's another to be divorced. The Good Divorce Coach will teach you and your partner how to be divorced with less drama, less destruction, and less debt. Visit thegooddivorcecoach.com to get in touch with Karen. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Welcome back to The Good Divorce Show with Karen McNinney. Have a question for Karen or her guests? Join us on the show at 866-472-5788. That's 866-472-5788. Now, back to the show with Karen. Hello. Thank you for joining me today, Karen McNinney, your Good Divorce Coach. And again, if there are specific questions you have, don't hesitate to call and reach out 866-472-5788. I do have some questions coming in and we'll answer listener questions during our last segment. But today I I come with some simple education about what does a divorce coach do? Specifically, what do I do with couples and what is different about the good divorce experience? And the first thing I've identified is that my preference when possible is I work with the couple. So this is how it might go. Let's say that you and your spouse have been in conversation for some time about, are we in, are we out? And sometimes I even get uh, couples who reach out to me during that time, that discernment of, can we do this? Uh, Are we leaving each other? How would it look? And and again, you don't have to be um, ready to run to the courthouse when you call me. I I had a few years back a, a couple that they recognized they needed some space, they needed to separate, they had another home that they had as a rental that was coming available, and they just simply needed to move into these two homes. But rather than just dropping the bomb on their kids and packing up their stuff in the night and moving, they, they reached out to me. And we had a number of weeks that we worked together in preparation for that move, for the communication. And um, in the end, that was a six-month process of developing their new uh, transition schedule for their children, 
working through some of the logistics around in-laws and family members, and then just, you know, the actual move into new space and creating two spaces and separating some of their finances. And they then carried on for another six months living in two homes, really trying to decipher is this what we're looking for? Is this solving our problems? Does this give us some perspective so that we can come back together? Or indeed, is this the clarification that we needed that this marriage is complete and that we're going to choose to continue to raise our children across two homes, which is what they did. And then they came back and uh, they worked with my legal partner who then we sat down and, and within a matter of hours over the course of a month, we came to all of their decision-making shared and put their divorce decree together and um, it became finalized. And I'll tell you what, once we got to that place where we were actually sitting with our uh, legal uh, partner and writing up their divorce decree, most of the decisions had already been made. It became a, a matter of some logistics and getting clarification with retirement accounts and some real estate details, et cetera. Um, that's the project management part, but um, the emotional uh, component had already sort of been baked into the journey so that we weren't caught up with the things that happened five years ago. And and, and I, I need to lash out through my anger, my pain and betrayal, which isn't to say that those things don't exist. But they don't serve us well when we're sitting at the table making those final decisions that are going to cast a long, long shadow um, over the course of your lifetime and certainly the life of your children, if indeed you're raising children together. Though I had another client, they they shared a business, not children, and they needed to untangle all of that. And then there was conversation about how do we talk to our employees and when do we talk to our employees and what information do we need first? And so for these reasons, I cannot stress enough the importance of working with a divorce coach. And, um, but, you know, our mantra in the industry is call your coach before you call your lawyer and we'll get you there. So this is how I get couples there. Um, I generally do a one hour complimentary free, uh, that's redundant, Karen, thanks so much, um, a complimentary conversation with each individual to ask, what are the big fears that you have coming up? What are the concerns? What are the decisions that you already know are really clear? I just want to know where you are in the process. And more often than not, the biggest fear is money. And maybe because it's the most tangible, but there are a lot of other nuances and decisions that need to be made and a family designed to be built to support you as you go forth as a divorced couple. Again, getting the divorce is really kind of a small part of the overall story. It's significant. It can be hard and challenging, but again, with some forethought, you can approach that process with a little less um, concern, if you will, about what the outcome, because that's the other big fear is just the unknown. So let's start with the fear part. Like, of course, there's anxiety around, we're going to live in two separate homes. What can we afford? What will child support look like or spousal support? How will that play into things? We've got all of these assets. 
we will get to that process. Those are not our first decisions. There's also the fear of how much is it going to cost us to get divorced? And that's real. Um, I believe the most recent statistic, and it's a, it's a broad range, but you know, nationally, your legal fees could be anywhere from fifteen to thirty thousand dollars, and and that's a straightforward divorce. Then there's those that go on for years and years, and every phone call you make, every email you send, every conversation, and sometimes that's double dipping when both of you are reaching out to your lawyers and. You know, oftentimes we find that our our lawyers, like other professionals, are going to charge, if not by the hour, by every 15-minute increment. And every email, every phone call, every question is going to be linked to a charge. And that can really start to add up. And what I find is that that prevents people from actually using the support that they need. It's kind of like not having health insurance. So I'm just not going to go to the doctor or I only have three sessions for physical therapy or um, uh, therapeutic support through my employer. So I'm only going to do that much rather than really doing what's needed. And so that's why I have adopted, not exclusively, but it is my preference and I find it to be very successful is that when I meet with a couple, those first individual meetings and then our first meeting together, which are typically 90-minute sessions, I really assess how are they getting along? What's the communication like? What is the timeline that they want to work on? What needs to be done? How complicated is it? Not any different than a builder coming to your home and assessing, oh, we're remodeling. Is this a total teardown? Is the foundation solid? Are we just adding rooms, changing rooms? Is the plumbing and electrical in good shape? And any good contractor or builder is going to be able to look around and assess, like we often request, can you give me a bid? And then I just know how much money this is going to take from the first day to the last day. And that, to me, is when we get the best outcome. When I work with a couple from the day of decision to the day of disillusion. That's right. Um, I often will go to the courthouse with my couples and we will mark. And I don't know if I can call it a celebration, but more of a ritual of release and witnessing. Again, so often we walk the path of journey, the path of divorce in isolation, in often despair, in shame, alone, people not sure how to support us. Be sure you listen to my recent coffee talk, how how to support those going through divorce, those that are watching it all go down. And so to that end, I have found it can be really beneficial to give the couple a bid. Here is a monthly fat flat fee. You know what it's going to cost you. And I estimate it's going to take us three months, six months, nine months. You know, it's a little bit unpredictable like anything, let's go back to our metaphor of remodeling the house. And we're like, well, it looks pretty straightforward and this is what we're going to need to do. And then you rip out the floor and you realize, oh gosh, that subfloor is actually um, has some water damage and we've got some black mold and that's going to have to be removed. And maybe that's a, a specialty piece of it and a surprise. So where can we make up that time somewhere else? But we don't want to just put a new floor on over where that mold is because that's going to creep through. 
And that's part of the work that I do with my couples is we really make sure that the new foundation, the new walls of this family home that you're reconstructing is solid. And I would rather have the freedom to reach out to you and your former spouse and say, hey, I got wind of this. This is concerning to me. Let's get together. We need to have a shared session. And I think waiting till next week is too late. So I want it this week. Because my goal is to guide you effectively through this process without you walking away with unfinished business, which does not mean we're going back and finishing the business of the marriage. It means what is the business of the new relationship in the divorce? So we identify a flat fee. And often that consists of me meeting with each individual uh, twice a month and then meeting with the couple. Sometimes it's four times a month. It's at least twice a month. We sort of pick and choose as we go because we don't always know what's coming up at different times. And I think that's what people don't even anticipate. And then you know, oh, okay, this is what we're budgeting for. This is what our limit is, Karen. We have to work within this. But it saves me the angst of being able to reach out and guide you, just like a doctor would say, hey, I know that this antibiotic is taking care of this, but it's not taking care of that. I would like to prescribe something additional. And that comes through my lens of expertise and my years of experience. Because heavens, when we're in the midst of the divorce, we're the last person who knows often what we need in terms of the divorce process. I absolutely believe you are the experts when it comes to your children. It also takes some of the anticipation or fear away from you of, oh, I can't ask that question, or I'm really having a meltdown. I don't want to reach out. I don't have the money. It's going to cost more. Or why is Karen Nickel and diming us? Or why is she wanting to have these additional meetings? I'm going to say no to that. I want you to have the best outcome. And I believe that this is the most effective approach. And we will continue in that cadence. I'm invested to get you through your divorce as quickly as possible. And you become invested in working through the homework that I give you as quickly as possible so that we don't linger in the process. So you have a flat fee. You have a flat fee divorce. Sometimes that is a monthly flat fee and we just keep plodding along and hope that we can maybe get through your process in three months. Some couples are six months. Some take a whole year. We might take breaks in the middle of that. As I mentioned earlier in the show, a couple that said, can you just get us to this point? We just need to get into two homes. We need to separate a few things and we're not ready to declare divorce or to do that part of the paperwork, which honestly I think is for many of us, not a bad idea if you can do it, but there's these other complicated pieces. Let me tell you about another case study, a couple who each did their their intake interview with me, kind of our blind date. They learn more about me. I learn more about you and your situation. They go away, they make a decision, they came back and they said, okay, Karen, we're ready. We're going to get divorced. And, and uh, so we're scheduling a meeting with you. And our first question is, how shall we talk to our children about it? We need to announce this to our kids. And right away, I was able to go into that navigation role. At which point I said, oh, I don't think talking to your children is actually the first thing on our list. The first thing on our list 
is to figure out what we're going to say to your children. And that means we need to answer some questions first. Let's start with a family home because you're going to sit down and talk to your kids. And I think they were ready to do it that week. I said, and they said, oh, we're, we're going to sell this home and we're both going to move into uh, new homes. We, neither one of us can afford to buy each other out or afford to stay in this home. I said, okay, great. That's a good clarification. Have you started a conversation with a real estate agent? And you know, in their community at the time, I was aware, a really hot market, which is happening all over the country. We have interest rates going up. We have low uh, real estate inventory for a variety of reasons. Coming out of uh, COVID, even though it's been a couple of years now, we still have kind of a ricochet event that has really changed the real estate environment. And as I was sitting there chatting with them, I could see their wheels were turning. I said, so you're going to sell this house, which might sell really, really quickly, in which case you and your children are going to be homeless within probably 48 hours. Do you have a place to go? And they're like, well, we'll find a place. I said, and how how is that going? Because there's bidding wars happening in your community right now. Interest rates are skyrocketing. And the two of you want to stay in the same neighborhood are probably going to move into a comparable size house in the same price bracket, which means the two of you might also be competing for the same home now. That is going to be exceedingly challenging. And we want to cut it off at the pass. We want to be sure beforehand that we're thinking through all of these things and that you have some idea of where you all are going to land even before you talk to your children. So when we come back from the break, we're going to talk a little bit more about the communication plan, the order of operations, how you line up your dominoes for this divorce, and indeed then how we actually speak to our children. So stay tuned, listeners. Again, if you have an individual question, uh, 866-472-472. 5788 is the number to catch me at. I am your good divorce coach, Karen McNenny, chatting with you today about the good divorce experience. Stay tuned. Voice America is on LinkedIn. Connect with us today. Before you call the lawyer, call the good divorce coach. Give your family the gift of working with a certified divorce coach, a co-parenting specialist, and a mediator. Karen McNinney has the knowledge and skills to guide you through the full divorce journey, before, during, and after. It's one thing to get divorced. It's another to be divorced. The Good Divorce Coach will teach you and your partner how to be divorced with less drama, less destruction, and less debt. Visit thegooddivorcecoach.com to get in touch with Karen. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. A little birdie told me Voice America is on Twitter. Follow us at Voice America TRN. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. 
VoiceAmerica.com. Welcome back to The Good Divorce Show with Karen McNinney. Have a question for Karen or her guests? Join us on the show at 866-472-5788. That's 866-472-5788. Now, back to the show with Karen. Well, hello, listeners. Thank you so much for joining me today. We are talking about the good divorce experience and how the approach and the work that I have developed in working with couples um, is really different and unique. And as I said earlier, it's not, you know, I am happy to reach out and support um, individuals going through the divorce process. However, I have found best practice, best outcome is when two individuals who have come to the end of their marriage journey and are beginning their divorce journey that I work with both of them individually and as a couple. It allows me to screen their concerns and bring them forth to each other um, without it maybe triggering and creating more harm or damage to the relationship. We talk a lot about protection and what we're trying to protect. Many times people think, oh, I'm protecting my assets and my home. And um, what we're really protecting is the relationships with our children and honestly with each other beyond your marriage so that you can raise those children so that you can participate not only in you know, their younger life, their school years, but their young adult life and into adult. Uh, if you share children, you share a life. And my hope is that there are couples, individuals that you're listening today wondering about how to approach divorce. And most of us, all we know is to call a lawyer. And that may be the right answer for you, but I'm here to give you an alternative. Call the coach before you call the lawyer. So we begin our process, as I mentioned, flat fee divorce. You know going in what it's going to cost. And we're going to just relieve that anxiety around every email I send, every question I ask. If there's a text message, am I being charged for that? Are they 15-minute increments? Are they eight-minute increments? I've seen it all, and those legal bills can add up. I do not want to see anyone headed into this new life with a large debt because of their divorce. It's hard enough. We don't need to add a bunch of debt to it and drain your pocketbook in part because you are already making a very uh, challenging financial choice by dividing your home, duplicating expenses, and reducing the household income by half. These are significant. So let's find the right foundation to launch your family into this new story. And I believe the flat fee is the way to go. Now, I can't see everything down the road, but I have many years of decades uh, many decades of experience now in working with individuals around difficult relationship situations, um, personally and professionally. So I've got a pretty good nose of where you are in your relationship and where you are in the journey um, of the disillusion of your marriage. So once we get that settled, then I ask you, right, we're in an agreement. We're going to bring our best self to the work. We're going to think about this as project management. We are going to have a communication plan. And uh, just like any renovation, there's going to be surprises along the way. 
but you lean on the expert to tell you and to let you know and to advise you um, what to consider and when to consider it. So here's another example of a couple that came to me that owned a business. So that was a big part of their dissolution. And again, this was uh, out of state a number of years ago. And they, again, so often we think, well, we've made the decision to divorce and now we need to go announce it and tell everybody. Do not get ahead of your own headline. You are in charge of this journey and who finds out and when. You know, before the break, we were just chatting about um, how we might connect our children to this and the communication plan. And in the case of this other family who also had a business and needed to tell their employees, um, and the reality is that at the time they made the decision, there were a lot of things they didn't know about the future of the business. And so you end up telling people uh, these announcements without much information to stand behind it, because everyone's going to ask, how does this affect me? What does that mean to my life? Does this change? What is going to change? What's not going to change? So answering some of those questions first is very important. And you've heard me talk about it on the show before. There is a distinction between deception and discretion. I am not encouraging people to lie, cheat, and deceive their way through this process. But with children, employees, family, neighbors, well-intended friends, we may not be telling them all the story all at once. That's okay. That's personal discretion. And as we move down that path, you know, the the company... Um, Complexity was, well, let's really get some decisions made first, which means we're probably talking to investors, we're talking to bankers, we're deciding how both of you are going to be involved in the business or not. Are there going to be some changes in professional role for other employees? Let's do the work of that behind the scenes. And then when we go and announce to the employees, we already have some questions answered for them trying to also alleviate their anxiety around these significant changes. And it's the same with our children. What is the baseline information that we need to know before we talk to our children? And usually that's how our living arrangements are changing. What we anticipate a shared schedule might look like for co-parenting, at least in the beginning. And that we've done a little work around the initial grief and emotional impact for both parents so that we can push through some of the original feelings of fear, pain, anger, resentment, betrayal, remembering we're going to cycle through all of those over the course of the divorce journey. The other thing that I think may be unique is that part of the package, the flat fee divorce package that I provide to people also includes 30 days beyond filing your divorce um, legally at the courthouse. There can be kind of a ricochet experience. Um, By that time, you're really moving into the reality of your new life. I want to continue to be available to you for those little surprises that come up. Um, And down the road, my goodness, it is not unusual for a family to reach out to me years later, a decade later, because, you know, the child who was five when you divorced now is 
18, 19, headed to college, and we are back in the dynamic of the family and doing some renegotiating and having to talk about finances and where kids are having holidays and breaks and jobs and where does all their stuff go in storage? Is it... um, so never underestimate the long shadow that divorce casts over your life. Now, once we are in this process of walking together, and as I said, I, I can't foresee everything, just like a good contractor cannot see everything that's in the walls of your home as that renovation begins. But chances are you're going to lean on them as a trustworthy advisor to let you know we really should fix this while we're at it, or we really need to face that. And in that sense, one of the things that I advise my families is that even before you tell, tell the children, we go ahead and we also speak to the grandparents, maybe the friends that are close to us or our children's friends, their families, so that they understand what's coming, teachers, counselors. So we put together a whole communication plan that becomes part of your homework for that week, who you're going to talk to, how we're going to talk about it, what we're not going to say about each other. And when we have both individuals collectively invested at the same time in that process, again, we can feel a little more safe. We know what's being said. And it puts some trust back into the relationship as you move forward, rather than I am fearful and therefore I have to put up barriers or I might find that I am doing damage to the relationship or I'm doing damage to the reputation of our family. And I say our family because when we speak poorly about our former spouse, we're speaking formally poorly about our whole family. And so we want to avoid that. We also get clear about some of the decisions that are being made about housing and living and scheduling. And it's really becomes a relationship training ground for the new relationship you're moving to. I have to tell you a funny story. A few years back, I'd been working with a couple, oh gosh, maybe it was about eight months. And at times it was pretty heated. And one of the things that we changed early on, you know, we would do our individual session sessions, and then we would come together and do our couple sessions by Zoom. They were out of state um, in the South, I, I tend seem to remember. And they would sit on Zoom and there would be this distance that would just separate the two of them as they were sitting side by side. And I started a new policy that when I meet with couples by Zoom, it's going to be best if you're in your own physical space. We're going to have three screens, not side by side. Part of that is just the energy, right? These are hard conversations. And maybe you are a couple that you literally want to sit side by side. And uh, sometimes couples start that way. And then when I see the tension, the challenge, the the, the deep emotion showing up, I will then make a prescriptive recommendation that we now meet and we're not in the same space when the three of us are chatting. It just gives a little more psychic space and that we always have a plan of what's going to happen immediately after that session where everyone's going, what they're doing. Sometimes couples are still living in the same home. 
again, with the housing crisis, the way it is, sometimes we have to look at nesting. We're looking at Airbnb, short-term solutions, and um, all of that problem solving and brainstorming, I guide like a like a river guide. Oh, it's river season in Montana. The rivers are high. The snow is melting. The spring rains are coming and those rivers move fast. But with them come logs and trees and um, rocks that you didn't see before, but now have created a new pour over, which will suck your boat down. It's my job to see those things and the turbulence before you hit them. And sometimes the three of us together, we can't, we can only see so far down the river. We we call it reading the river. And you can only read the river so far ahead. And even if I'm working with a couple and I think, well, this is familiar. This is, you know, reminds me of that couple a few years back or a few months back, and they were challenged. But the reality is we never float the same river twice. It might be the same name and the same location, but the water is ever changing. And the same is true for you and your journey, which is why I'm very client-centered when I work with couples. And sometimes that requires a great amount of patience for all of us. I was recently working on a communication plan with a couple and, and it was really thoughtful around, you know, we've got one child moving We've got one child changing school location. We've got some plans coming up with family. Like, when is the right time to do this? And and what we realize is, well, there is never a great time to let your loved ones know that divorce is happening, but there are better times. So we came up with a great plan. And then once you know it, the kids, their plans changed. They were no longer going to be where they said they were going to be on the dates that we thought they were all going to be gathered so that this conversation could be shared in person, which was really uh, an important commitment on part of the parents, which I support. I think these sorts of decisions and follow-up conversations uh, should be done in person and with both parents to the best of our ability. And um, so we 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 don't uh, currently know when that conversation will happen because everything in the river has changed and that's okay. And we just take a breath and we, you know, often I'm reminding my clients, we can do this quickly or we can do it right. Which do you prefer? Because you don't usually get both at the same time, which is not to say we are, you know, trying to elongate this process. I don't, um, but we are being intentional and taking the time that it requires. So we move on to a different part of the project. What are the, what are the things that we do know today? What are the things that we can be clear in our agreement? And, and what do we still need to go out and get information on? And sometimes I'm providing couples, um, you know, homework on reading, or maybe it's an episode of the Good Divorce Show that would resonate with them. Oh, I got distracted. I was going to... Um, share with you a couple of years back, this family that was in the South and, and we had been working together for some time. We've, we've finally got them into two living locations. Uh, we're securing a second permanent home as uh, one of the parents was in a temporary home. We were able to uh, do all the things and making financial decisions. We were getting ready to approach the legal advisors to write up those decisions that had been made. And then I got a message. 
well, yes, we're ready to cross the finish line, but we're kind of second guessing. We're getting along really well. We're, we seem to be managing things better with the kids. And I just had to laugh to myself and they very well may not get divorced, but I giggled because I thought, oh, maybe, maybe I'm such a good divorce coach that then people decide not to get divorced. And the reality is sometimes the relationship does improve through the process of working with me, which is the point of it. We are getting divorced to improve the relationship, not make it worse. If we wanted to make it worse, we'd probably just stay married. And so they were finding that they were having better communication. There was better, you know, balance in terms of caring for the children. Each other was feeling more freedom. And as a result of that, they were tapping the brakes. Um, in the end, they did move forward with their, with their divorce, but we all felt proud that indeed the relationship improved so that they could have a divorce experience of one that they could be proud of, a story that they wrote together with their children, and all those decisions that are casting a very long shadow over their life. So I remind you today, call the divorce coach before you call the divorce lawyer. We will help you navigate a path with less destruction, less despair, and less debt. And remember, listeners, everything will be okay in the end. And if it's not okay, it's not the end. Join me again next week. I'm your good divorce coach, Karen McNenny. Thanks for listening to today's episode of The Good Divorce Show. We hope today's episode has helped you find a kinder, more sensible, and less expensive path through the divorce journey. Until we talk again, have a beautiful week.